morning everyone welcome back hope you've got a nice cup of tea or coffee uh, there for you or maybe somebody's got it for you even better um, it's lovely um, to be with you in your home wherever you are um, it's all a bit funny isn't it um, it's even weirder for us on this end believe you me <laughs> it's a bit strange um, but it's a joy to be here and to bring a word for you in this season so this morning I want to talk on Remain in Me. I'm going to pick up in John 15. We've been looking over the last few weeks about words that Jesus, who Jesus is, um, who Jesus is and words that he said about himself. So we're going to be looking this morning in John 15. And just to frame those verses, um, Jesus, as Thomas shared two weeks ago, had told his disciples, his friends, um, that one of them would deny him and that one of them would betray him. And he is also going to leave someone, um, leave because someone better is coming. And that was, of course, the Holy Spirit. Then we see an introduction to God as a gardener and Jesus as the vine. Um, so those who are watching who are fans of uh, Gardener's World or things like that, um, this is a good one for you. You'll know more uh, about it that, than I do and hopefully you can visualise things and picture him as that. So we're going to read in John 15 and we'll start at verse 5. It's going to come up, I believe, on the screen as well. So it's very fancy. If you don't have your Bible open, you can click on the, the Bible link to the left or it'll come up as well on the screen. So John 15, starting at verse 5, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Okay, and we'll stop just there. So this passage looks at the vines and the branches and people who've studied the Bible, scholars in detail, have shared the significance of this verse. In the Old Testament it was the supreme symbol of Israel, God's chosen people. The vine trailed over the temple, it was on coins, but we read of Israel's failing in living for God and as God's people. Then in Psalm 80 the vine was described as being burned and that was symbolic for us of our separation with God. And then with Jesus coming into the world, he is that connection, the true vine, the ultimate vine who can reconcile and restore and put us in a right relationship with God so that we can have connection to Jesus again as first and bear fruit as well. So yeah, we're on lockdown at the moment, aren't we? Uh, we're all in our homes and people are beginning to slow down. Life is slowing down. It might be a bit noisier in your house as it is in ours, but outside um, things are quiet in the world. And a lot of people have been noticing things that they maybe hadn't before. Maybe you've been picking up things or starting things that you've been meaning to get round to for a while uh, or noticing things. Thomas has been cooking a lot. He's been taking up a bit more uh, cooking, which is fun. Um, if I was to describe him as a chef, he's a bit like, Gordon Ramsay, a bit of a stress head, but a lot less, um, a lot more PC, I must say, a lot less swearing, no swearing, um, just good cooking. So it, that's a lot of fun. He's enjoying cooking meals and getting stuck into all of that. 
Um, the boys, our boys, are enjoying nature and collecting things on our daily walk. So we're allowed to go for a walk once a day, aren't we? So they love nature anyway, and Joshua's a bit of a bug whisperer, so he's always bringing us worms and things like that, and wants to take them home as pets. <laughs> Um, or sticks and stones they gather and they bring back to the garden so that's a lot of fun <laughs> and uh, yeah it's good to enjoy nature as well and that's a bit like me for me nature is something that I've always enjoyed and that God has always spoken to me through nature and I've always connected with and although I'm not very green fingered I wouldn't say I'm trying to seize the opportunity and I'm going to be trying to plant some seeds and pots in the garden and make a bit of an effort this year to do that um, yeah, we have a tree in the front garden. I've just been and risked. Uh, the bees were not very happy about me getting this. Um, but yeah, we've just got this um, tree in the front garden and it started to just spring to life all of a sudden. Um, there's blossom on it and it was just sitting there for ages looking really drab and literally within a few days, it's now covered with these wee flowers. And I just think that's amazing, even in this season of difficulty in life, that we are seeing signs of life and things coming to be on trees and buds. So when you're next out for your walk, you can have a wee look and see what you can see on the trees coming to life. And uh, yeah, you maybe notice something you've never seen before. Um, so I think that's a blossom tree. I've got a lot more to learn, as you can see. <laughs> um, you can keep me right if you're a gardener, maybe you can give me some tips. I know we've got some good gardeners in the church. Okay. So I want to encourage us this morning through this season, through this challenging season we're all in, um, and for the rest of our lives, that connection to Jesus the true vine is the only thing that will sustain us and bring us fruit in the rest of our lives. And right now, if you're feeling way over your head, if you're feeling um, really overwhelmed, I would urge you to hang on to this truth, that the connection with Jesus will sustain us and get us through this next season. And I want to look at that just in three um, brief headings, subheadings, whatever you want to call it. So first of all, we need a trestle. So John Mark Comer, He's an author of the book, The Ruthless Illumination of Harry. I'd advise you to look it up if you've never heard of him before. He's got some great stuff out there, some great sermons as well online. He's broke recently um, about a trestle being as a guide and a rule for our life. And a trestle is like a wooden structure and you would tie it to a wall or to a fence, something like that, to allow your plant to climb up it and to guide it up the sort of wall or the, or the fence, wherever you want it to go. And when we were in our last house, um, we had a trestle around our front door and this clematis which grew around the whole door eventually and every year it would come into bloom and have the most beautiful purple flowers. I used to love it when it would come to life and it was just lovely. Um, so that's kind of what a trestle is. Yeah, so he describes and in the Bible it describes that we might need a trestle and I was just thinking about that, what that would look like in a spiritual sense. And... Um, yeah, for some of us, those trestles might be carving out those moments in your day-to-day -day, day -day life and um, prayer and worship and reading God's word. And perhaps um, you have those already in place. And if you don't, I'd encourage you, yeah, this is the time to set up some trestles for our life. A trestle moment where we can carve out those spaces where we can allow God to just soak us in his presence and we can just climb our way towards him and to reach to him. To stay on track. Okay, secondly, that we are all branches in the same tree. 
So at the moment we're all physically disconnected aren't we and um, we're all apart and we're not able to hang out as we are due to social distancing and all of that and I know like me you're probably missing seeing your friends seeing your family like you normally would and it's really hard um, and we're missing on a Sunday it's great that we can do this but it's not the same really is it and we're missing meeting up and being together on a Sunday and just the buzz and the hustle and bustle that that brings and um, we're missing that um, as I'm sure you are too but I want to encourage us this morning that we're not spiritually disconnected we might be physically disconnected but spiritually we can be very much connected and we must remain connected connected to the vine and that is Jesus in this passage it speaks about that and the more that we need him the more we need to cling to him through the storm through the season and here's um, a branch a lovely branch that our boys brought back from one of their um, excursions and um, it's not very much use now is it it's a bit useless now um, it could be used probably for sword fighting actually sword fighting is probably what it's going to be used for <laughs> I should probably watch this stick and um, or maybe it'll be used to go in a fire but apart from that it can't really do very much can it it's not going to grow any fruit on it is it maybe I could try um, to sellotape apples onto it or I could try and put some leaves to make it look a bit more cheery um, but that's just um, not very genuine it's just going to be an imitation of what it might have been if it had stayed put on the tree um, and just before that passage that I read in verse 4 if I go back to that it says remain in me as I also remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself it must remain in the vine Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So yeah, together, if it remains in the tree, I'll put that down, <laughs> waving it around, um, the branch on its own can do nothing, but if it remains in the vine, that's where the fruit can come. And it's not actually, uh, it doesn't need to do anything. I mean, that's sticking its own. If it tried really, really hard to, to sprout leaves and to bear fruit, it's not going to be able to. As hard as it tries, it's not going to be able to. And um, similarly for us, if we're on our own, without that connection, without that connection from Jesus and staying within his presence, um, we're not going to be able to. We'll try really hard and it can maybe look like we're bearing fruit, but really it's not going to be genuine. It's not going to be um, fruitful as it was the first intended. And this connection... Um, is a seamless connection, a connection of our hearts and a yielding to him, that we yield in our yielding of our lives to him, that we stay within his presence, that we stay within, um, yeah, within the tree, I suppose. Yeah, and together we are all branches on the same tree. How cool is that? I like that wee um, analogy that I thought of myself. <laughs> that it's not just our church as well that's as believers we are all branches on the same tree that we are all connected to Jesus that we have the same purpose on earth that we have the same aim the same goal and that we're all in this together and I love that and there's never been a time um, in our generation even more that the Lord needs that the world needs to see sorry um, the fruit of our branches and that needs, needs to see us like branches are spread out aren't they and that's a bit like what we're like just now we're spread out all over the pl place and um, but yet we are all spiritually connected to the same trunk to the same purpose to Jesus and his um, plan for us but we're spread out and we are to spread out and display our fruit to the world and that fruit can look like joy it looks like peace it looks like love to a worried world 
It looks like all of that good stuff. And moving on, we're to remember to, to be fruit bearers. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 23, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So yeah, what does that look like? So love, showing radical love to those around us, especially um, if we are stuck in with them all the time, even if we find it difficult. And, and to those around us, maybe our neighbours, perhaps they always park in our spot and we find them really difficult. But to show radical love towards them at this time. Joy, to choose daily, to put on joy, that the joy of the Lord is our strength, to make that a daily choice. Peace. Um, as I said, our homes might be not very peaceful just now. We might have kids at home that are normally out of the house and that can be really difficult. But we need to try and um, within the within the busyness to choose peace, to put on the shoes of peace and to be peace bringers into whatever situation we might find ourselves in. Patient. Being patient with one another. That's uh, not always easy, is it? And... Um, yeah, just to be patient in the season where it could be really stressful. And a good tip I've put is to put the bin out. If you need a few minutes to yourself, it's great just to be able to put the bin out, get a couple of minutes, just a breath of fresh air, and you're also doing something really practical. So there you go, there's a tip for you all. Um, kindness, how can we help others? Um, and being creative with that, how we can help our neighbours, those around us, those we come in contact with, um, but also how we can do that in a creative way just now that's really safe as well and we'd love maybe you've got some stories already of how you're doing that and um, some wee video clips you might want to send us a little video clip of some stories and we'd love maybe to share that if we can next week we might not be able to do all of that but it might just be good just to have as a resource for us to be able to use and to encourage one another in that it's good isn't it to spur one another on and i know loads of cool stuff is happening already so keep it up Goodness as well, similar to kindness, doing things sometimes we don't always like, um, emptying the dishwasher perhaps, that's not always fun, but doing things that are good and kind around the house for others. Faithfulness, um, so yeah, being faithful with what we've been given, choosing faith over fear in these, in these moments. Gentleness, being gentle with our words, we might not always get this right, um, and we won't always get this right, all of us make mistakes and I'm in that as well, but be quick to say sorry as well if we've got that wrong, if we've had a harsh word with a spouse or with family members, whatever that might be, just to be able to put that right as soon as you can as well. Self-control, that might look like guarding your heart and your mind in this season especially, and with the enemy who loves to get into all of that, into all of those areas, um, he loves to separate, he comes to, um, yeah, to rob, to kill, to destroy and to separate us from the vine. He longs to do that, to bring us out of um, that connection and that place where God longs us to be. Um, so yeah, just being aware of what we're watching, what we're listening to, areas that we might find um, tempting and things that are not very helpful, especially just now, to be aware of that and to guard our own hearts and to guard our own minds in this season. So let's recap, we need to be a trestle. Um, we might need to start up some trestles in our life. We need to um, be branches and to remain in Jesus, in his place of presence, to find those spaces, those quiet moments 
those hidden places where we just receive all that he has for us and all that he wants for us. And then naturally out of that will become fruit bearers. The fruits will come from that as we remain in him. That We don't need to strive to do that. It's just a place of surrender and a place of saying, Lord, what is it you have for me in this season? And just to surrender ourselves afresh before him. So let's remain in him. And um, yeah, let's just remain in him this next week.